would hold up in space? Huh. That's an interesting question. Um, I know you have a, a sweet spot for it, you know, as a as a as a topic, and I even, do. And then, and like we were talking about that video game, No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's actually terrifying to me the concept and seeing it visualized a little bit blew my mind. And so, yeah. and and even films can do that. So, yeah. But you're interested in it, you know. I love outer space movies. It's true. I and I don't quite know why. Um, I don't think I would handle being in space well at all, actually. <laughs> That's what I thought you would say. And yeah, likewise. likewise. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually considered. <laughs> like that was, I, yeah, no, consider it. Yeah. I mean, huh. you know, I think, I, but I was just have wondering. You, have, you seen a, have you seen the movie The Core? It sounds really familiar. It's like uh, they have to like drill to the center of the earth um like to like yes uh, yeah i know now i think no, I no not to sorry not to the center of the earth to the center of this like asteroid that's coming yes, towards now earth. that you're saying i think i actually saw it in the, the in the theater i think it was a kind of a big deal when it came out it was it was but anyway that movie um for some reason is like a movie i think about a lot for like outer space stuff anyway i don't, I don't know why i'm talking about the core it's really dominating you know what's happening yeah. out in space yeah just mining to the core of like it all just seems so impossible like and i think that's what i like so much about outer space is like you can't even breathe out there like it would it would be so focusing you know no sound like um yeah almost no all the all the shit that you like would normally like that normally would is like bothering you you couldn't pay attention to any of that that's true um anyway hello well welcome to the dungeon (laughs) here we are episode number five um this week we had you had me watch the 1999 film galaxy quest directed by dean pariso Mm -hmm. and starring tim allen sigourney weaver alan rickman a bunch of other people yes um and i had you watch uh 1997's the edge directed by lee tamahori and starring Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. Um, and these, I, this is definitely our uh, one thought. The first thing I found myself <laughs> thinking about, I guess, is like, this is easily our silliest uh, episode so far. This yeah, is the silliest awesome. thing we've done to each other. Yeah, so it was a good, yeah, a little moose-bouche or whatever. It wasn't a moose-bouche, that's true. <laughs> um, these movies are not masterpieces, in my opinion. But you seemed pretty enthused about The Edge. I was excited when you told me about it. And I couldn't believe I had missed something something like it. And, and now that I've seen it, yeah, I'm really shocked. Uh, it's not, it wasn't part of my repertoire already. But And yeah, yeah I watched it yesterday and kind of, and just got, I think by, by the end, I just kind of got blown away by the, lay, by the extra layers at the end. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. a, it was a nice little kind of cake they put together. You think you're watching a movie about them dealing with nature and what they're actually dealing with is each other and themselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, so no, thank you so much. And well, I and... here's this is amazing. So I was reading about these movies on Wikipedia a little bit. Yeah. So uh, The Edge was written by David Mamet and on the Wikipedia page for Galaxy Quest, 
are you ready for me to quote to you yes. something? Acclaimed writer-director David Bamett in his book Bambi versus Godzilla on the nature, purpose, and practice of the movie business included Galaxy Quest in a list of four perfect films along with what? The Godfather, A Place in the Sun, and Dodsworth. That's it. <laughs> wow. What you the know, fuck? And all along, and then all along watching The Edge, I was saying to myself, I really don't know David Mamet that, yeah. that, that well. Yeah, so that affirmed. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? So, so there is a connection here that David Mamet. Um, and that's it. There's no, there's no. That's all I've, that's all I've got for you. That's, okay. that's the only research I've done. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> but that David Mamet, writer of The Edge, th thinks Galaxy Quest is one of four perfect films. Dude, thank you for reading. Thank you for reading the Wikipedia page. That's amazing. Isn't that good? That's good. Wow, that I mean, that kind of I don't know if that ratchets up my experience of Galaxy Quest or not. Actually, I mean, it does uh, something. <laughs> it does something? It's hard to say what it does, but it does something. Um, do, uh, speaking of that question, though, this isn't about either of the movies we watched, but in this moment, I'm feeling an urge to ask you. Uh, what what's a perfect film for Seth Parker? Like, what's a movie that you would consider a perfect movie? Is there such a thing? I guess not, you know. And but and I kept the, I was the, for some reason thinking about something like that this week and just wondering how much how much imperfection do you need in something for it to be mm. perfect? How mm. many how many fuck ups do you can you have and still and that kind of makes it just right? Oh, that's and, so true. And so, so there's some of that in both of these, and I can't yeah. believe it elevates Galaxy Quest. Like I said, I can't. You know what? That's just it completely. I mean, right now, I don't know what, what, like, what about it? I mean, I can imagine <laughs> some. We'll we'll get into it. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll uncover exactly. We're gonna go. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, like, I don't know what a perfect movie is, but I love what you just said, and I think like. There's a certain amount of messy, like, um, I was like talking to, I teach writing to 10th graders and I was talking to these kids about um, like uh, the writing process, like trying to write a paper. And I was trying to encourage them like to think about it as a chance to like, like in the initial stages of writing something to just make a big mess and then go back through and start like cleaning up the mess a little bit. Yeah. And th I think that's like a good way to, that's a good way to think. Um, and I wonder like. And how much of that is part of life too, you know, is, is yeah. the, the lifeness of the whole thing. So it's got to be conveyed somewhere in the, in the, in the, in the art too. And yeah. it doesn't show up. I have no idea, you know, perfect film, you know, but one of my, yeah, there's no, there's no great example. Yeah. Come with. And well, it's funny that you asked that. I was thinking about, I don't know if, I don't know that Jaws is your all-time all favorite. I've asked you before if Jaws It's my is favorite your, movie. And I was thinking about Jaws with the edge too. And it's like, yeah. what is it with this Moby Dick, mm -hmm. Jaws, yeah. edge, bear deal? You know, this, this yeah. thing that, we, that, that well, you're looking me through. You know, I, have some, through. I have some thoughts about that, but I want to stay where, where we are for a sec because mm -hmm. it was recently, it was just pointed out to me recently that I am often saying that I didn't like someone says something to me and mm -hmm. I'm often saying, Oh my God, I had never thought of that. 
like that that's just the thing I'm saying a lot is that I've never thought of something and huh. I'm not like bullshit it's true I haven't like I'm not like making that up when I say it but acknowledging acknowledging no go no. ahead no like you said or I guess you're you're openly you're verbal you're acknowledging the not knowing part or that that there's a richness to that or, or yeah something. yeah that there's something important to me about the my capacity like First of all, part of it must be, must have something to do with like just being afraid of being wrong or something. Like there's like a negative way of looking at this where it's just like me being afraid of like going out on a limb and then like finding out I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, it's like this this way of thinking it, like, I don't know, maintaining like an open posture to the world. And like these movies, it's it's like it's so interesting like in galaxy galaxy quest is a little bit heartbreaking because these people like who have who are actors on this tv show like i guess you're watching the different ways in which each of them negotiates like the the distance between um like mm -hmm. the 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 fake world and the real world or like um and i'm i'm just so interested in the distance between the two like I guess like one thing I was, I, one thing I wrote here in my notes, and maybe this is a good thing for us to talk about is, is this question. Is Galaxy Quest a reminder that we're all idiotic actors in our own lives who haven't bothered to learn all the important details? Like, is that what Galaxy Quest is getting at? Yeah, that would be good. That would be, I mean, I did, yeah, that how close you are to the, you know, the role that you've, been playing you know or how close can you get to that or do, do we get to those roles that we play no yeah I mean I think that's a good way to put, frame it and re really kind of yeah it, it does I mean it does kind of get a couple bonus points just for the way it structures itself mm -hmm. and, and the way mm -hmm. it, it, they look at themselves and I was thinking about Tim Allen's mm -hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about Tim Allen's whole career just like from from home improvement and whatever I mean from his you know, stand up to to the show to the, yeah. the to these films and like it's always just built on this this premise of like the role and or you're playing the role and then who you are underneath that role or or above that role and it's just so so weird that he just stayed right in that lane for so many like this. 100 films or whatever he's done <laughs> holy shit this is definitely like the most profound thing anyone's ever said about tim well, allen now speaking of that what's the perfect tim allen film i was trying to he's now he should have been he should have had that had that moment or i should have seen him in that moment already but i think this is probably that this has got to be the best thing he ever did yeah it's great it's yeah. it really is it really in that sense yeah and it kind of a, a redeeming thing for lots of people in the film and but yeah lots of I mean kind of an, like an ensemble cast of people and yeah they're all played pretty well but then get, the other, no go ahead well I, no, I was just gonna say Tim Allen is like incredibly uncharming to me but there is something about like his willingness to be his willingness across his entire career to be like the butt of a certain kind of joke yeah um I, I find that appealing I guess somehow yeah that ended it ends up that way and like i said you know in in all these in all these roles it just like it it just allows him to be under to undercut himself but then yeah. it all, in the undercutting in the mm -hmm. undercutting it's the elevating to the to the higher level yeah you know, it's the show the showing of the imperfection mm -hmm. 
Well, so the most the most beautiful thing to me that happens in Galaxy Quest is his <laughs> his realization that um his knowledge his that his knowledge of the world in which he's like pretending to be a part of is <laughs> not adequate. And he's gotta like go to this kid for help. Like the uh like the Justin Long character, the nerd who like yeah. knows the schematics of the ship. Like that that like um like that the movie rewards a certain like I don't know it's like this fantasy that when you're experiencing some sort of media some sort of fictionalized story that the fi- that you could dive far enough into the fiction that it could become real in some way mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. for for all of a sudden that like if he was actually the captain of the ship he would like know the schematics of the ship by heart yeah. right but like there's like a humbleness in his willingness to be like I don't know this information yeah. and I need help oh man yeah thank you but you know and <laughs> you know and the whole time I'm just watching the thing and I'm like where is Gary Shandling's vibrating penis <laughs> <laughs> and that's like it was an hour and I texted I texted you at that time and I'm like it's it's been an over an hour <laughs> It's been over an hour. And where is Gary? And I'm like, you know, I, I remember this movie a little bit. I'm like, I know there's I know there's I know there's some good spots in here, but like it's not holding up to my the, my memory of the movie itself, of seeing Galaxy Quest back in yeah. 99. I was like, I think yeah. I never saw it. And I'm like, where the fuck is Gary Shandling's vibrating piece? And so I'm like over an hour in, I'm realized I'm I was supposed I meant to give you mm-hmm. What planet are you from with Gary Shandling? And which I think I remember is really, 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 really funny. We're going to have to and, do it at some point. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do it at some point. And, but I was just like not laughing hysterically at this movie, but I think there were other layers to it that yeah. you just brought out like damn hmm. aromas. In a- How often in your life do you wake up in a cold sweat in the middle <laughs> of the night just thinking, what, where is Gary Shandling's vibrating penis? <laughs> Well, I mean, a lot more this week because I, mean, I just got, I got, I got freaked. It was so, the highest. Exactly, but it was, a, yeah. again, like I've said, you know, I guess mm-hmm. a process of, of realizing my, my brain's not completely. Yeah. These days. That's exactly. Well, and, and that's exactly the shit I'm talking about. Like what a beautiful surprise to have happened to you. So no, an accidental mammoth, you know, pantheon. Experience. <laughs> yeah yeah you 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 wandered into a perfect film unbeknownst to yourself and now it's nounced um galaxy quest was good it's true the more i'm as i'm sitting here talking about it i'm appreciating it more but to your point then i'm in mind i had written you know you per, you perform the role and that makes it real mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah the deep like you had said you know kind of the deeper into the movie you get the kind of more real it gets as the mm-hmm. as their fiction as they dive deeper into the fiction and so that was a cool that's a cool experience to kind of see play out well like throughout the movie oh. i was feeling like frustrated like another thing i wrote in my notes is that the characters have no consistency in mood that i wrote that like early on in the film because it felt like um like the way they're acting in one minute like makes no fucking sense with like the there's all these moments where like like they're they're like either willing or not willing to have this like suspension of disbelief in ways that make no sense based on the previous iteration of them choosing um but it's like 
I don't know. Eventually the movie, um, you know what it's like? It's like, um, because we both have poetry in our background. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, it's like a poem that resists meaning. Um, like um, I'm thinking about this book Polaroid by Clark Coolidge. I don't know if I've ever, if you've ever seen this, but like, there's basically like no nouns in it. It's just like um, of this in which that, this, that, or something, I don't know. I'm doing a bad impression. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. But like what happens when you read it is you read it. It's language, you can read it. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't know what meaning you make out of it, but there's like, there's a musicality to it. You can say the words out loud. Yeah. And like, there's this thing that happens in Galaxy Quest where even though, like the movie just keeps insisting on itself and like the movie within the movie kind of keeps insisting or like the yeah. like the the sci-fi within the movie, within the sci-fi keeps, and eventually you're just in it. All of a sudden you're like worried about this bad guy and like wondering what's gonna happen with the ship. And like, yeah, what a, what a magic trick. It, that it, yeah you're right no you're right and thanks and yeah you and david yeah like i said and then at the same time i guess i was it, the funny part is i was just disappointed in the process but still i get for you know not forcing myself but finding these interesting layers to the to the movie that i guess i'm always yeah, attracted to in these in these films mm -hmm. and even in the process of getting it wrong, you know, I think that kind of adds to, you know, my perfection of the, of the assignment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'm saying like the getting it wrong is part of what's interesting yeah. about it. Yeah. And like you said, even, even to, to not be knowing what's going on with some of the characters or in their minds is kind of crucial to some of the, the the mystery of how how these things are made or or, or why I might be attracted to some things over others and yeah and, and maybe what planet are you from it just doesn't have half the mm. you know half the glory <laughs> who knows we're gonna have to find out yeah. the i'm intrigued by the vibrating <laughs> penis um so another connection i want to make between these movies is there's this quote in the edge where Anthony Hopkins says, I have always wanted to do something that was unequivocal. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. um, and like Alec Baldwin's character is like, I think you just did. Like we killed the bear. Yeah. Like, um, The choice of the word? Well, so this idea of like living your life, like to me, I don't know, I guess I'm interested in what you're reading of what that means is. But like for me, what it made me think of is like, is is you go through life and um, you feel like a real human being to some degree, more or less, depending on what's going on with you. But if you have some sort of peak experience or, or, or um, you come through some sort of ordeal or whatever it is, there's a... Um, there's a solidity to that or uh, you're alive in a way that feels like uh, yeah. provable. Yeah. Um, I guess I've always thought about it. I mean, in my life, I always think about it just trying to find these moments of actually being present. You know, mm -hmm. it, it sounds so cliche, but for me is such a difficult thing to try to attain. And for me too. Yeah. That, that aspect of it really being a challenge. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you're present when the bear is coming after you. Yeah, and you know? how many of these these moments, you know, can you can you are you're right? Are there are there in, in our lives? And it's not necessarily you know it's like for became became kind of like a sad reality that it's you know like this this great for this billionaire this great it had to be this higher and higher stimulation to you know to, to kind of be this to be this moment that he'll that you'll remember and yeah. or or this you know, I guess again the, the, this this strange moment where that just doesn't quite make sense in your life yeah that kind of stands out. But yeah, it kind of became a sad, sad reality that he had to have the, the billionaire status became such a such a piece of that movie. Yeah, in a weird way, huh. and it almost felt dated in this way because you know that how how heightened how how elevated he was as a character just because of his status, and what that how that imparted some kind of intelligent higher intelligence and ability to kill it even to, even to, to conquer nature which i guess, I guess it's true obviously is true but some well at this point well he's looking like he's a billionaire but he's clearly not like um satisfied like there, there's there's yeah. no satisfaction in that to him. It didn't seem like he needed to get back to it very quickly no. yeah and, he was so, and but he also this, wasn't ha not hap not happy you know in the in this well in these moments. he's a man who wants to test himself and that's like what the unequivocal thing is. It's like you want to know, like, am I am I up to the am I up to the challenge of whatever it is? Like, I don't know. Earlier when we were talking about outer space, you asked me about space. Like, mm -hmm. um, I don't think I'm up to the challenge. But like, like tours. Like, what about these tours where you pay some money and you can I don't just know. Up, fly up and then you see something and you you come back down? Like, would you? Well, I don't think I can handle it. Even that, I don't think I can do. But on the other hand, what one man can do, another can do. Like, what one man can do, another can do. It's a, it really is a great line. What one man can do, another can do. No, there, were great... some, there were some good some good lines in there. Dude. I'm not gonna kill the motherfucker. I, just, so, <laughs> I can't believe I never saw, I can't believe it wasn't memed, you know, when I was I a kid. There, there were movies like Oh that. my god, if The Edge came out now, it would be like such a trove of memes. Yeah. Like yeah. that, what does Alec Baldwin say about Jews? <laughs> Wait, what, is, what are you talking he's about? Like, he's, he's like, you billionaires, not, all you hate, the only, what, what turns you on? Jews and taxes? Or like, it's like <laughs> some insane. And I was just like, okay, David. All right, David, right. I this, see right you, David. Yeah. Right in this shit. But <laughs> no, it's good. But I wrote down: Is it is it life? You know, is is the bear life? Is it you know? Is it just the this thing with again like the Moby Dick thing, the Jaws yeah. thing? You've got you. I started to kind of I was trying to unravel a little bit, you know, throughout mm -hmm. throughout the week thinking about it. I think and, I, I think there's a piece of me that wants to know what I'm capable of, and and I'm, doesn't. I'm sure there's a piece of you that's like that too. Oh yeah, I want to know everything you're capable of. <laughs> you know, I'm, I meant I, about you. I don't mean. To, I don't mean about you. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess the the life is like is the continuing approach of these newer these moments. These you know yeah. just decision points or whatever you want to call them. And yeah, these these. It's what is this? There's some term you know some philosophical term about you know this 
that time is going kind of in a horizontal and then there's these moments that kind of strike like a lightning bolt. It's like a vertical, oh. it's a vertical strike, you know, huh. in, in your timeline. And that becomes, I, I guess, is that a memory? I don't know. Or just this, this yeah, strong emotion or whatever. But I think about it this way and you just kind of, yeah. And what are those circumstances, you know, around which they really kind of build this yeah. uh, memorable moment in your life or an achievement that really hmm. meant, meant something to you? I mean, so I guess so often you're, you're trying, you think an achievement is going to be so meaningful and it may not be. Oh, yeah. No, that's part of the problem but, with achievements. <laughs> well, I mean, like, because most achievements don't happen. There's something about an, an achievement, an achievement that comes like in the face of possible death yeah in a moment in time like um like okay like it would be you could call it an achievement to like uh write a book or something right but like that's something you spent you spend like years on it or whatever like it gets public it's all like it's all these it's actually built of all these smaller moments mm -hmm. that are and when you add it all up it's like it's not a thing there wasn't like a moment where you had where you did it it was like a series of small moments but like i don't know if you like survive a plane crash or if you kill a bear or like whatever it is that's like the moment happens in the moment yeah it's but like, I, like what you, I like what you said too about these it being broken down into these incremental achievements or incremental moments i thought a silly way to talk about uh, the way a golfer can can describe you know the way you know the the course roles or the or the way LeBron can talk about an entire an entire you know yeah, yeah. seconds and and every touch that that went went through, yeah. and yeah, how that kind of solidified you know the moment for these people or, or made it you know the yeah. moment for these people. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, you know what? That just I'm just thinking now about this conversation I had with a therapist of mine years ago about, mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. It's like hard to be proud of yourself for stuff. And I remember her, mm -hmm. this therapist, saying to me, like, "Well, like, what about writing a book of poems? Like, you should be. That's like a a really cool thing that you've done in your life that people would be like impressed by. You should you should you should feel that, you know." And I was like, "It doesn't." to me it, that's not what it feels like it just feels like um like i acknowledge like if i could go outside of myself it feels like a cool thing that i got to do like um but from inside it's just this thing i was like slowly doing for a long time mm -hmm. and then there was like a blip of like extra attention and then the attention goes away yeah. it's like you're you're still you but that th that's different than um, like at the end of the edge when Anthony Hopkins is like, there's that like makeshift press conference and he's like back, he's safe. Yeah. He's back yeah. home. And he says, they no asked one's him. Questioning. No one's questioning who, who's done what with what bodies and who, right, who's, right. who's responsible for this shit. Well, and, but they ask him what happened, like how did your friends die? Yeah. And, and he, first of all, it's like moving to him to think of them as his friends. But then he says they died saving my life. And it, and I love that's like so fades good. Out and just yeah. fades right the fuck out, which is it was also insane. Yeah. Well, I have something else. I did another piece of research. This is funny. So Ebert. So like, okay, you know the bear in the edge was like an actor, Jack the uh, not Jack. Well, uh, Bart, Bart, the, Bart, Bart, Bart the, the bear. bear. So, um, 
this bear had been like in a bunch of movies and evidently the bear was like a really good actor like Those lip that lip that yeah, lip that lip anthony hopkins was like impressed by the bear's performance but yeah. also like the bear was really like docile i guess most of the time and alec baldwin said that the bear should write like a thank you letter to lee tamahori for making the bear look scary oh my like, god but but anyway I bring all this up to say that at the end, when it cuts, like he, Anthony Hopkins delivers that line, uh, they died saving my life. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And then, and just, then, and then just out. It goes cuts to black. black and then immediately you see special thanks Bart to Bear. Bart the Bear. <laughs> and Roger Ebert in his review wrote like, this is a fucking terrible decision, basically. <laughs> like, it just like totally sucks the life out of that moment. To have like this Bart the Bear shit on the screen, like <laughs> I love that. No, yeah. dude, like I said, I mean, it, there were just I just Lindsay came in right at the end of the very at very end of the movie, and I was just like, okay, that's perfect. And it would just and it fades out, and then it comes back, and they've got they've got the suits on, and it just keeps going. You're just like, wait, that was it was already it was just it was just mwah, you know, and then it just keeps adding these extra layers yeah. Yeah. Of, of of stuff and. What yeah, do you think well, about perfections too that that make it, that are adding to you know some of the flavor as I'm as I'm thinking mm -hmm. about it a little bit longer? What do you think about the note that uh, that Mickey? Mm. Uh, what who who is that again? Why why can't I think of her name? Elle McPherson. Yeah. Um, that she put. Uh, what does it say? Like thank you for all the nights in his watch box. Yeah, thanks for all the to, to the guy she's cheating on it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for all the nights. That's a good note. Thanks it's for all the nights. Fine. Yeah, yeah. it's like, what a dagger. And you know what nights means. Yeah, I know what nights means. You know what happens at night. Yeah. Yeah. Night right now. <laughs> but go to the dungeon. <laughs> but no, I mean that that was a good. I mean, just interesting. Again, it was. Just, but it's playing with these. Like they're not. It's not superficial. You know, to play mm -hmm. with someone's. It's not, and it's not just vanity. But that it it it's not much more than that. You know, it's not much more than 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 the than what their vanity leads them to. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah, even if they ha might ha might frame it in in higher, you know, platitudes or whatever, it's it seems, you know, it just kind of get got sad at the end that you know he just all these people died and like he just got home. They're just like, I mean. And maybe nowadays we would try. No, not even. I mean, I, you'd hope that they try to pin it on. You know, he should get. There should be a follow up where he, you know, sequel where he had to, you know, just just the courtroom stuff. Of well, I mean, if you think about how the deaths happened, not to like litigate the edge, um, <laughs> but I don't think any of them are actually. Hom I don't think there's any homicide. Okay. I mean, it's. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. So. I mean, uh, pr prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. All right. You no, think... no, 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 I mean, he, but he drags up. I guess a billionaire. Billionaire can do whatever the hell he wants. No, listen. All the credits. Okay. Thanks, Bart. Harold. Harold. Billionaires per win. Harold. Pa Harold Perrineau's character is murdered by the bear. Mm. The, you're not bringing the bear to court. Like that, that's a guess, like there, there, it's not. It, it, I guess it, it has a, a shallow what there's some shallow level of portraying the, these characters as being utter not and not just indebted to him, but I mean, mm. freeloading off of him, but mm. but also that he's 
not not stringing them along, you know, but mm-hmm. that, that they're they're only in his cause, yeah. you know. So it, I guess it is a movie about class. Yeah, that's true. I could feel I could feel that. I'm feeling it is, everywhere. Is the lesson here that we're like the billionaires survive and we're all just like cannon fodder basically yeah, and he just said they, they died for me and it yeah. just like ends right you know ends right there i was just like man you know there's just no no not quite but i guess at the same time it is the sad truth that that's just how <laughs> the cookies let me uh let me ask you to do a little bit of like post the edge fan mm. fiction here like mm-hmm. how long do mickey and uh uh, what uh, what is Anthony oh, Hopkins's character Charles? How long do Mickey and Charles stay married after this? Oh man, I couldn't believe you know they would even put half that look on her face. You know when he when he gets back to the <laughs> hut or where hut this night like that he stares yeah. up this beautiful cabin yeah. thing they get back to. Yeah, but no, not 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 much longer. And She's I mean, gonna be cheating on him again soon. And then that I guess maybe it's interesting that that, that element is there. And it's not really even taught. You're not even really reading much about. You can't really read it in the in in her face, or mm-hmm. it's not really developed that much in the, in the movie. But you you just know it's it, it's in there. It's, it's in, in there. there. But I guess I, it's supposed to give you the empathy of uh, towards him. And I'm yeah. still not. I'm still not getting there. You know, I'm just I couldn't get couldn't get me there. I actually get there. There's something so understated about his performance. Uh, it, well, it's, oh, yeah, just, it's unbelievable to say that. I'm yeah, totally wrong. It's not yeah. understated. Like there's a scene where he literally yells, "I'm not gonna kill the motherfucker." <laughs> but no, he gets he he gets his light. He gets to his yeah. levels. He gets to his levels. That's right. He gets to his levels. Um, but I, I also read you're hunting the animal that's hunting you, and. I guess that's the that's the case in all the in in Moby Dick and Jaws too. I guess exactly. You're hunting the animal that's hunting you. Or you're hunting the thing, or you know, hunt yeah, chasing the thing that's that's chasing you. And well, in all these things, yeah, well, let's yeah, let's do it. Okay, so like <laughs> in in all of these things that you're bringing up, when there's like some sort of when when a a um, a, a force of nature is pursuing man right um moby dick puts it the best way there's the there's the whole thing in moby dick about uh ahab says uh if man would strike strike through the mask Mm. uh about killing moby dick and that um what he sees what ahab sees and as a moby dick enthusiast the more i read that book the more I identify with Ahab, the old as I as I go through my life, I become much more of an Ahab guy. Um, but what he's seeing is that the um, that there's like we don't know as human beings, we don't get to know what is controlling things. Like um, the the origins of the universe are a mystery. We don't know what's driving it all. Like you. The, at some point there's a mystery no matter how much we learn there's like a mystery driving all of this we don't know why we're here mm-hmm. and uh the way in moby dick the whale sort of like represents that to ahab like uh that that like all of nature sort of wears this mask and that if you want to see what's going on you got to get through the mask and ah. i think that's i think that's like in 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 Moby like I don't know in Moby Dick Moby Dick's complicated like what is Ahab actually afraid of is it his own weakness or what mm. 
in Jaws, it's like, uh, and they're all they're all like afraid of different things. Like mm. each character has sort of like um, their own um, like uh, psychosis mm-hmm. that that the like shark is sort of like hiding from them or something. Yeah, but like I guess in the edge, it's like it is kind of cool the way the bear sort of like. Um, like what how does Alec Baldwin's character see the bear and how does that Anthony Hopkins like what does the bear represent and why does it feel important to kill the bear mm-hmm. um and like is it just about surviving or is it about something else like for Anthony Hopkins' character it clearly becomes about something else it's like and and he literally strikes through like yeah 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 wow yeah well, I think uh, that there's a holiness to all all of that and mm-hmm. or to the to the nature aspect of it and yeah yeah whether that's a i mean a, a, a whether it's nice or mean you mm-hmm. know there's just some some holiness to that yeah to that presence you know that that element in all yeah. those things well i was thinking about the the question of unequivocalness also like mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do something unequivocal is what he says. I guess I was thinking not about that. Doubt, not doubt it, not just they can't be doubted. Yeah. Yeah. They can't be doubted. And like, I guess I'm thinking about galaxy quest also. It's like, um, like the, the yearning, like Tim Allen's characters, like yearning for this to be true. Yeah. It's like the beginning of the movie is sort of driven by, like, there's no way to, like, if you were, like, if you knew this person in real life, you'd just be, like, you'd think he's having a mental breakdown. Like, yeah. um, But what drives it is his enthusiasm for the possibility that something, that, like, anything could happen in life, basically. Like, that anything unpredictable could happen. Um, yeah. And there's something about that that, like, the movie becomes this pursuit of unequivocalness in that way. Like, um, something that you can't argue with or like, just that like weird things happen and there they are. There's nothing you can, you know, that you have to acknowledge them. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll believe in my door. But I kind of like it Taking you back So you can fool me some more I only look for roses When in season Ah, but you're a rose That comes and goes Without a reason I make my mind up I'm just a fool Someday I'll even the only to wind up breaking the rules so you can fool me some more. 